welcome back to Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. This uh, is episode number 36, and your host is here, Susanna Randanen, the co-founder of employee experience agency, Emine. So last week, I spoke to you about talent marketing as a proper career choice, uh, a proper uh, career path for you. Uh, and talent marketing, especially recruitment marketing, is nowadays pretty, I would say, normal part of a talent acquisitions, acquisition person's job. But unfortunately, it only makes a minor part of the job. So if you're interested in like doing more talent marketing, Obviously, recruitment is quite intensive and heavy on other kinds of tasks than the marketing. But it's a great start. Last week, in the last week's episode, I specifically said that if you now want to really start your talent marketing journey, your talent marketing professional career, I recommend you to jump into recruitment consultancy work, especially where you get to learn more about different kinds of uh, you know, talent audiences, talent segments, talent industries, uh, companies hiring, you know, their differences in hiring and so on. And uh, focus there, uh, you know, whatever you can do for uh, recruitment marketing, for recruitment communications, focus on, you know, making the most of it. That's an excellent start for a talent marketing professional career. So this uh, podcast, as well as our upcoming talent marketing school, focuses on talent marketing as a profession. And uh, it focuses on what all goes into if you were to be a full-time talent marketing professional. Now, I am aware that there are not that many full-time jobs in talent marketing, but there will be. I am absolutely 100% sure that, you know, the time when there will be full-time jobs for talent marketeers will be here in the upcoming years. So if you start now, if you start learning the trade and the tricks and the tactics of what professional talent marketing means, you know, by the time when there will be, you know, full-time vacancies for talent marketeers, guess who's going to be ahead of the competing uh, job applicants? It's going to be you. And if you follow this podcast, if you listen to this podcast regularly, if you, you know, enjoy our English content on Modern Employer Brand Blog and our Finnish content on Fi blogs, if you, uh, you know, when we launch our talent marketing school, if you participate in that school, it's going to be very affordable courses for talent marketing uh, professionals to be. Uh, that is a great way for you to you know, build your specific journey to become a talent, full-time talent marketeer. You know, you might wonder why I call this podcast Building a Modern Employer Brand, and I want to clarify that. There's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, The first reason is that in this podcast, I talk about and teach about, you know, various techniques, tactics, strategies, tools, you know, ways of doing, you know, knowledge that all talent marketing professionals should have. Uh, I teach what, in my experience, enable talent marketing professionals to be, to become a, you know, or to, to build this value add 
operation within a growth business. The reason number two is that while I focus more on the actual employer branding, I will also address recruitment marketing, recruitment communication as well in this podcast. Mostly because obviously that is where, you know, talent marketers are likely to start their career path, but also because it is important for a talent marketing professional to be to learn the separate recruitment marketing and recruitment communications from the act of employer branding. These get confused and mixed together so regularly still today and it's just literally does my head in. And the reason number three is I want you to pay attention to the verb building. This is to emphasize how modern employer branding is an ongoing activity. It needs regular and consistent attention. And the proper value add is uh, likely to require, if not full-time, nearly full-time attention. So for you to be able to gain that full-time job in talent marketing one day, you need to learn to do consistent, ongoing talent marketing. And that is going to take place more in the side of development of employer image uh, and, you know, going towards actual employer branding. So in this week's episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I want to give you kind of like a kickoff and a summary into talent marketing in social media. And in the next coming weeks, I will take you through uh, like a bit of a spin in the or to the world of social media marketing as an active element of modern employer branding, because I think, or in my opinion, in my experience, and based on all the evidence that I have, <laughs> all the information that I have, social media is your best platform for modern employee branding for talent marketing at this time and, uh, you know, into a foreseeable future. So when I say a modern employee branding, I talk to you through the lenses of the modern eminent employee branding method that I have developed. Uh, developed and I uh, developed it in or I started to develop it in 2017 but it's a method that requires to be continuously updated because you know consumer behavior changes marketing changes marketing communication strengths are changing so you know you should not be fooled into thinking that any marketing method today would last you know have a you know like like a lengthy expiration time unless it's being updated regularly so I started it in back in 2017 and it is a continuous progress to keep that method uh, up to date so if you want to be up to date on talent marketing modern talent marketing I can give you the promise of by following me you know I'll uh, I'll be sharing what I believe to be the, you know, the most updated information that you should know when it comes to talent marketing. And if you ever catch me wrong there, please do tell me because I'm also a human being and, you know, I might make a mistake. <laughs> so, but, but it's uh, something that I've 
you know, keeping uh, social media marketing and employee branding talent marketing updated. I've done this for the past 10 years as a regular. It's it's part of my job. What goes into like, uh, you know, learning myself, following a lot of trends, tactics, you know, different people, learning from other people and keeping my own knowledge updated at all times. And then, you know, choosing what kind of information I believe that talent marketers need in this profession. And then I tailor information to suit talent marketing better. So I developed that method for the reason that I stopped believing in short-term campaigns and this kind of attention only to recruitment, marketing, actions and activities. I stopped believing in those because I saw what digitalization both offered to marketing and communications, uh, but moreover, I saw how digitalization changed consumer behavior drastically. And it still keeps doing that. And consumer behavior is something that we all should, as talent marketing professionals, pay attention to, pay close attention to, because we are, uh, as talents as well, we are consumers. Just, you know, uh, every talent is also a consumer. And how the online environment, how online marketing how the personal use of internet, the you know, the applications and social media shapes our attitudes, our expectations, our use of consumption, our patience, our behavior, our decisions, our you know, buying behavior, uh, you know, uh, also into like blocking a lot of stuff because we get annoyed, we get like over bombarded by social media messages and marketing messages and commercial messages. This is all very important information uh, for you know any professional to be a talent marketer. We need to understand consumer behavior because when we uh, as consumers, when we operate as talents, you know, we're not exactly going to change our behavior there either. It's just we do, you know, we're shaped by this consumer behavior. The information that we pay attention to is different when we make decisions about our career and when we make decisions about whether we're going to buy milk or which brand of milk we're going to buy. Uh, and I oftentimes say that, uh, the difference why, you know, talent marketing, professional talent marketing is actually quite challenging is that, you know, those people who are really good in marketing communications do not have the relevant talent inside. And those people who have, you know, talent inside are not necessarily yet that good in, uh, you know, marketing and communications. So you need to, like, understand that uh, the element of, uh, you know, what makes talent behavior different from consumer behavior and what is similar there. So, uh, you know, we don't change our behavior in terms of how we behave on online and on social media and, uh, you know, as consumers. But what is different is, is um, what we pay attention to, what kind of messages get across. Because when, uh, you know, when we... When we operate as talents, we are not operating in a bubble or in a void where no other kinds of commercial messages are being targeted to us. 
So I find that many people who work in recruitment, for example, they think that sending a recruitment message uh, is somehow miraculously going to you know, invade the attention span of a talent uh, and there are no competition for other messages, mostly maybe from other employers. But in fact, if you think about yourself as a consumer, you are also a talent. You are a, a professional working somewhere, doing what you do, what you hopefully enjoy to do, and you are a talent. But you are a consumer as as well. So when you go to social media or where you go to when when you go online, it's not like uh, you're not going to see other commercial messages. Uh, it's not like other companies are not gonna want to get your attention for whether it's for uh, you know a new car or a trip a, a trip or a sofa or you know buying whatever. Uh, and then there is some employers trying to get your attention as well for their open vacancies. So we need to understand that as a talent that we need to uh, you know be aware that uh, talent marketing just falls into this like a whole bunch of other commercial messages that we as consumers are targeted to. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of noise out there, you know, in our sort of vicinity, in our attention, in our radar. And, uh, you know, the more that we understand our talents as, as an audience, the better we are able to, you know, choose the right kinds of tactics, the right kind of kinds of strategies, the right kinds of messages, the right kinds of medias, uh, in order to win their attention over, you know, others who are trying to get it. Talent marketing is not a bubble with different rules. Talent audience insight is at the core of professional talent marketing. And uh, that is really important that um, that you understand that you need to build your talent audience inside to be able to get that attention among all those other commercial messages. And you need to understand consumer behavior because, you know, the, the, um, the burden of all the marketing that is being targeted to us shapes the way we want to receive information, where we can be reached, when we fast social media and, uh, you know, what's important to us and what is not important to us. So that's important, uh, you know, to take from consumer behavior, but then you also need to understand your talent audience inside, which is very different from the insight that uh, goes into like uh, the fast consumer goods marketing or goes into B2B marketing where people are using, you know, company money to make purchases. So so that's that's the core thing of professional talent marketing. And I have to say that HR professionals do sit on a mountain of talent information and data, but we don't really use it. We should and you should. things I want to talk to you about social media and talent marketing. And the first one is why I believe social media is so good for talent marketing. So social media is great for talent marketing for many reasons, but if I just pull like some of the most important ones from the top of my, my mind, uh, first of all, social media is on all of ours reach. 
all of us can start using social media for talent marketing without any starting costs. Now, there's some good size and bad size to that as well. But, you know, it's so good because it is on everyone's reach. You know, before the time of social media, if I wanted to do proper talent marketing, I would have had to like acquire the the services of a marketing agency or PR agency or uh, advertising agency. and, And that would have and still does cost a whole lot of money. So, you know, you can get started on social media without paying anyone anything. But there is a trap on that. Most of uh, the talent audience members can today be reached via one or more of the socials. We just need to figure out which one, which social is the most relevant for them, but almost all can. At the same time, I want to highlight and emphasize that there is no single means that will ever, ever reach 100% of those people that you want to reach. Sometimes people tell me like, well, you know, social media is not good. Our talent audiences are not on social media. I beg to differ. So basic use of social media is pretty simple. Basic logic of how to get uh, social media to work for you is also pretty clear. And once you understand the logic, you follow the logic in your actions, in your decisions, and you should be well off. Social media also caters to many types of marketing and communications preferences. And each of them is able to add value and return interest on the time spent on this work. Uh, talking about the working hours that you put into, talking about the skills you might have to develop to, to do this. Uh, you just need to find your ideal way uh, and make a marketing plan around that and start doing it. Now, with some of the actions, you are able to reach and expand your audiences much more so than offline. Social media is also good to us because uh, when as ad campaigns are not ideal for building relationships with the members of your audience, social media was built for that. And you can do a lot without putting a lot of money into it. A bite, then it requires really, you know, a full-time effort and a consistent plan and a 100% commitment to, to execute that plan. And if your audience is zero when you start, you're not getting very far without putting some money into it. Trust me. I'm currently testing this uh, on the new Instagram profile, Talent Marketing Pro, which I welcome you to start following if you're interested in, you know, knowing about more about, you know, talent marketing as a profession. I'm testing how to build a profile without putting any money into social media advertising for that. I started it from zero. Now, I have a... A lot of social media, a lot of Instagram experience, uh, you know, on other profiles. But uh, we have a sort of a, a rule in our agency that we're not trying to take shortcuts. So we only occasionally advertise content on Instagram, but we're trying to, to you know, 
build it organically because most of our customers are not, you know, they don't have yet, hopefully in the future, but they don't have budgets for social media, uh, marketing and advertising. And, uh, you know, how can you teach somebody how to successfully use social media if your only personal experience is from taking shortcuts and paying for it? So that's why, you know, we uh, we use social media quite a lot from an organic angle. But I have to say that with this telemarketing pro media, uh, it would be so much faster to generate the startup audience uh, if I would be to spend money on building it, or money on for Instagram advertising. And uh, I'm pretty sure that I will do that. Because I I don't have the patience to to go on very long without it, but uh, you know it's interesting to see how building a completely new audience from scratch without a brand like an international brand how long does it take how hard is it because I do have a pretty strong brand myself in Finland so it's easier for me to to get reach an engagement because of my own brand in Finland, but I don't have that on an international level. So I'll be in the same sort of position as um, as any one of you who gets started. Uh, so I'll, I want to kind of build a case, how long that takes. But you can help me by starting to follow and engaging with me on that Instagram profile. <laughs> Number two, uh, social media is made up from many social media. So it is actually an ecosystem. So when we talk about social media, we talk about it like it was just one thing. But in fact, it's, you know, social media is actually plural. There are more than one social media. They're all social medias. And the common way how marketers talk and refer to social media is socials to sort of point the attention to that we're not talking about just one social media, but the entire ecosystem. And uh, we might be using just one social out of all the social socials in social media. This is actually an important thing for you to understand because you do not have to be active on all socials. In fact, it would be bad for you to be or try to be active on all socials because Nobody has time to do professional talent marketing in all socials. I don't, and I do this for a living. I simply do not have the same amount of time to give to all social media, so I choose, you know, what I focus on. Furthermore, it's nearly impossible to be on the top of all social media, to know how to make each of them to work for you, because they keep changing based on how users use them. It's, you know, to know how the, the algorithm works to your advantage, um, even though there's a, a, a very similar logic between the algorithm in, in at least the, the, you know, the main social medias, uh, still the algorithm will not work to your advantage unless you have enough time to spend on that platform and engage with your audience members be on you know become or take a place earn a place on the top of the news feeds of your followers on all your socials 
it's impossible, even if you spent an entire day to it. And who is able to spend every single day of their week, you know, doing this? I mean, I'm not. I'm not and I do this for a living. So my recommendation for you is to learn the basics of all of them. Learn enough to understand the very different natures and characteristics of these social medias. To understand how each of them works, what does not work on each of them, the basic principles, and understand how us users, how yourself, you as a user, use them at this particular time. And I have to emphasize that the importance of uh, recognizing that a social media is just a technical platform. It's just a LinkedIn platform, just an Instagram platform, just a Twitter platform, just a YouTube platform, just a Facebook platform. Without us users, they're not social. So as a professional, it's important to understand that the actual characteristics of each social, they tend to change. They kind of leap. Uh, as users are behind those changes. Sometimes I refer to as users as like, a, a, you know, a lot of fish uh, traveling in uh, these compilations. I can't get the English word in my head right now, but nevertheless, nevertheless. So, you know, we kind of move from one to another. And the most recent remarkable move was when uh, people kind of moved from Facebook to LinkedIn a couple of years ago. And this was really, you know, due to pretty significant mistakes Facebook did. And as, uh, conse- uh, you know, they, they conse- consequently led into a lot of users abandoning Facebook, not saying abandoning fully, but the social media behavior changed. So we started to use we started to use LinkedIn the way we used to use Facebook, and then people stuff to LinkedIn. Also, there's been a huge difference how people use Twitter, not necessarily in your country, but in Finland, for example, like a remarkable change in how people use Twitter. So Twitter is what the users make it to be. Uh, Facebook is what users make it to be. LinkedIn is what users make it to be. Without us users, they're just you know, technical platforms, they're not social media. So you have to be on the top of how users use social media. And um, it has become very evident to me over the past uh, 10 years that that uh, I have been a extremely heavy social media user is that that how we use this social media, it changes periodically. And the same tactics, the same tricks, they no longer work once the change becomes evident. And in addition to users, you know, uh, shaping how social medias are used, obviously the platforms evolve as well. Uh, That's something that I feel that makes professional social media use very time consuming because you have to keep up with all those changes to make sure that you use them correct, you use them right, and you're using the right social media for your goals and objectives at all given times in order to reach your audiences and deliver your objectives. But I'm hoping for you to become my student and uh, for you to give me that job of keeping you updated on these changes. And I will tell you more about the telemarketing school when we are ready to launch the first online 
self-taught courses. So the million dollar question about which social media should you choose then? I can't give you a confirmative answer on this. I can give you some tips though, how you can figure it out. The difference between a professional talent marketeer and what I call a hobbyist talent marketeer is that the professional chooses the social media based on the ideal talent audience when the hobbyist chooses the social media based on what they personally like and prefer. And I want to ask you, which one are you? So, you know, choosing the... um, if, If you feel like you can't choose the social media based on your ideal talent audience behavior and needs and interests. It simply means that you need you don't have enough talent insight to make that decision. Here are my couple of tips for choosing the right social media for talent marketing purposes, professional purposes. So first of all, you know, there's two questions like a ground <laughs> sort of base questions that you need to answer. Uh, what is your talent marketing goal. If it's to help immediate hiring needs, get the word across about your vacancies, get more applications in, your talent marketing goal is on recruitment marketing related objectives and on talent acquisition. Now, this is not employer branding. So the tactics are very different, the media recommendations are different, and the metrics for following success will be different for your talent marketing if uh, your talent marketing goal is in, you know, related to getting more applications to your current open vacancies. Not to mention the marketing messages and the overall content. Uh, but recruitment marketing and recruitment communications are you know, one out of the three elements that make up talent marketing. So it is not a wrong call. You just need to know what your goal is. If your goal is to expand your existing talent audiences to improve your like overall hiring success over time or build new talent audiences to help your business launch, you know, like a new branch or launch completely new business uh, 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 areas, So then we were talking about employer image and employer branding. So that's different from recruitment marketing. The other question that you need to ask yourself is, who are your ideal talent audiences? Who are those people that you need to reach, that you need to engage with on social media, that your business needs to hire one day in the next six months or or one month or two months if you're talking about recruitment marketing. But when you're talking about employee branding, it's like a, a longer perspective time frame. So who are the ideal talent audiences? Because not all your applicants are your ideal talents. If you want to do professional talent marketing that has a value at angle to the business, you should not do talent marketing for anyone just anyone, you should be very specific about who you want to reach, who you want to engage with, who are your ideal talent audiences. So we're talking about demographics, interests, hobbies, skills, education, degrees, uh, experience, work experience, 
competences, what they spend their time on, whether they're still students or whether they are like adult students changing their careers, what is their current job? What is the company that I currently work for? Are they on part-time or full-time jobs? Is it a temporary job or a, you know, uh, continuous job? Uh, what is their location? Or do they have a family? Uh, you know, all these kind of things. It sounds like a lot of information to learn about your talent audiences, but over time, the process of learning, process of developing your talent inside will become a routine and you don't even notice that you're doing it. Uh, it doesn't you know, consume your energy anymore. But if you have no idea yet, then of course, yes, you need to start. It's going to, you know, it's going to take some time, but I guarantee if you do properly, it's going to be time well spent. And then, you know, the million dollar question of what are the ideal social media? I'm going to give you like as overall tips as I can. So obviously, you know, this is just a very generalistic direction to give you. But when we're talking about recruiting as a, you know, talent marketing, helping recruiting as a talent marketing goal, LinkedIn is your best platform out of the social medias for finding, for connecting, for engaging with your prospects. Because people use LinkedIn when they start to look for new career opportunities. LinkedIn is your best platform for sharing vacancies, job posts, sharing information about hiring processes, uh, either from your own profile or from the profile of the hiring manager. It really works better that way than from the company profile. But you do have to have a follower audience that is relevant to the vacancy. If you don't, then obviously it's the company profile. LinkedIn is, in my opinion, also an excellent uh, media for advertising your jobs within LinkedIn because uh, uh, at the moment, at least, uh, LinkedIn platform suggests you with uh, user profiles that match your needs. So it gives you sort of a, 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 a allows you to kind of uh, contact them directly to ask ask whether they would be interested to, to discuss further. Uh, but that's not a marketing job. So, you know, whatever you do as a talent marketer would be to create the job post, the, the copy text, you know, set up the, market, uh, the, the advertising campaign, but then it would be the recruiter's job to actually contact and, you know, continue conversations with those, those you know, profiles that LinkedIn recommends. Now, I understand that... Uh, you are unlikely to have a full-time job in talent marketing. So if you are actually working in recruiting and uh, this is your job and talent marketing, recruitment marketing is part of your recruiter job, then obviously you would do all of this. I just want you to recognize the difference. Where does talent marketing end when we talk about recruitment marketing and where does the job of a talent acquisition begin? But you know, if you're doing both of them, then obviously, you know, you're doing both of them. Now, Facebook advertising ecosystem is your best tool for recruitment advertising in general, uh, because it's much more expensive than just Facebook as a platform. It's also, you know, consists of Instagram and the entire audience network where you can place your adverts across internet. Facebook company, uh, Careers page is, I think, or believe, in my opinion, the best tool for 
sort of recruitment process-related communication and building great candidate experiences throughout the recruitment process. This would mean that you inform your applicants and your candidates that you will be regularly you know, updating what goes on in this recruitment process on this particular Facebook uh, company careers page that they can follow it there. And I'm saying careers page, not a group, nor a company page on Facebook, because A, you want your followers to know that all content on this page will be career content. It's, you're not going to spam your followers with content that they're not interested in. The page, I think, offers better options for the, uh, for the candidate to like follow your uh, posts, but not make, uh, make it so evident that they are actually a candidate or ap- applicant to you. Because if you would create like an group, open group for a particular recruitment process, most applicants are likely to work somewhere and they don't want to make it like um, evident that they're actually looking for a job somewhere. So you have to consider your applicants need to keep their identities private when you do this kind of communication. So it's easier just to have a company's career page to your you do your uh, communication marketing candidate, uh, you know, information over there, not candidate identity related information, but like the candidate experience information that boosts, improves candidate experience. Do it there. Uh, don't feel like you don't don't pay attention then to, you know, who's going to comment or who's going to like some something, you know, what you post, because obviously people don't want to, you know, necessarily to to reveal their identity look at more like the reach and and uh, you know the the um, as as a metric for that basically then the other option in talent marketing uh, from the goal perspective is either to develop your employer image which means building a building the general talent audience uh, and and or employee branding, which means that you're actually building a specific ideal audience from the talents that you want to hire at one point. And for this, Instagram is your best choice for most audiences. And this is likely to raise some question marks, but let me explain. First of all, Instagram is the fastest growing social media. So, you know, eventually we'll all be there and some people won't, but we're never everywhere. Instagram content is so easy to scroll for the user, so easy to consume, and good content pleases our brains. That's why we keep going back. When you find accounts that publish content to your liking, it can be so easy, so soothing on your brain, and our brain really needs that uh, that kind of easy uh, to consume content because... Um, that is to our brains like oxygen is to our lungs. It's just a physiological fact. And you can take advantage of this physiological fact by providing that kind of easy-to-consume, brain-pleasing content on Instagram. Now, Instagram enables now you know, images, or has obviously enabled a long time, but Instagram enables us to use the use of images, carousel posts, stories, short videos, and entire YouTube-like channel called IGTV for so much less hassle, so much less work, so 
much less cost than if you would create proper videos for YouTube or Vimeo. Instagram is also social media that entertains us. It's easy to use. It's easy to use as a, uh, you know, employer brand user, a, a talent marketing professional. It's easy to use as, uh, you know, as, as just an Instagram audience, member of the audience. Uh, it can be used in a multitude of ways for building your audiences, for engaging with your audiences, driving conversions, and what more, learning about our audiences. People post what is meaningful, what is personal, what is interesting to them. They use hashtags that are meaningful for them. So just by following your audience, what they post, what they comment, what kind of you know choices of hashtags, uh, you can learn so much about them as you know persons rather than reading their CVs. So the thing here is that recruitment marketing is so much more about us as professionals and so much more about career decisions it's more like a you know you, you're very like uh, goal oriented about finding a job and getting applications helping using marketing to, to to help get applications for the process employer branding is so much more about personal connections and that's why it works way better in platforms where people are likely to be more like themselves express themselves as individuals without the attempt of getting a job or without the attempt to pursue someone, you know, for wanting to hire them. That's what I want to tell you this week about social media from the eyes of a talent marketing uh, professional. There is so much more I could tell you, but I'll leave it to the next time. And I wish that you were coming back the next time because I'm going to continue to to talk to you about social media from the eyes of a talent marketing profession. Until next week, bye bye.